course, uh, we've heard a lot from Prince Harry in recent days, haven't we? Possibly a little too much, some people might say. Um, a couple of interviews have been airing, uh, not just here, but also in the US. Of course, we had the ITV one last night. We had a CBS one in the US last night. And we had another interview that went out on Good Morning America at breakfast time in the US a little earlier today. There's even a couple more interviews coming down the track as well. Let's speak to our LBC News US correspondent Simon Marks, who's live for us in Washington. What's the reaction been in the States, Simon, to what we've been hearing from Harry? Well, certainly in terms of pre-sales, good news for Prince Harry, John. I've just been uh, checking uh, Amazon's uh, website, and he is already uh, ranked number one in uh, sales of books. He's got the number one bestseller overall. He's got the number one in historical British biographies, the number one in royalty biographies, and the number one in memoirs. And, of course, the book isn't available uh, to members of the American public until uh, tomorrow. Uh, it, it's hard to gauge the reaction because we've not seen any polling since the interview on 60 Minutes aired last night and, of course, since the interview aired uh, this morning on Good Morning America. Certainly there have been some media figures here, notably on networks that did not secure interviews with uh, the Duke uh, of Sussex, who have been saying that he should have been doing more to try and resolve the, the differences that he's experienced with his brother uh, and with the royal family uh, and more broadly broadly have kind of panned the approach uh, that Harry and Meghan have taken towards dealing uh, with the issues that they say they have with the royal family. Of those issues, there was a bit more news made this morning uh, in the interview uh, that the Duke provided to Good Morning America, the ABC television network, of course, carrying uh, that, in which he went a little bit further than he's gone in the interview with Tom Bradby, I think, and certainly the interview with Anderson Cooper on CBS last night uh, about how he envisages any kind of reconciliation uh, taking place with his brother, with his father and with the uh, monarchic institution more generally. Take a listen to this. I don't think that we can ever have peace with my family unless the truth is out there. There's a lot that I can um, forgive, but there needs to be conversations and then in order for reconciliation, and part of that has to be accountability. And is that last phrase there, the need for accountability uh, that is raising fresh eyebrows here, what precisely does accountability look like? Uh, what kind of uh, apology is he seeking? What kind of package of measures do he and Meghan want uh, in order to right the wrongs that they perceive to have uh, suffered uh, at the hands uh, of leading members of the royal family uh, over uh, the past several years. Uh, We don't know the answers to that. Uh, We certainly know that polling in the United States has shown that Americans more broadly have been more supportive of the Duke and Duchess uh, than their analogues on the uh, British side of the Atlantic. But whether that opinion is in any way shifting uh, is very unclear. I'm also not clear as to whether we're going to be hearing more uh, from Harry in the days ahead. I mean, it would be normal for uh, a book of this magnitude uh, to be accompanied by more than two media appearances in the United States. I don't know if we've got more interviews uh, that uh, have been requested, that have been lined up, that will be unrolled in the days and weeks ahead. Uh, But of course, looking at those uh, bestseller lists, uh, when you're already number one and it hasn't even uh, officially gone on sale, in financial terms at least, that is obviously 
quite a substantial result. We'll have to see how long it stays, of course, at the top of the bestseller uh, charts uh, after uh, Spare goes on sale. Uh, But public reaction here, you know, difficult to know at this point whether uh, he's done anything to uh, burnish his reputation in the United States or damage it, but certainly has been a ubiquitous presence on American television over the last 48 hours. We're just over two years, aren't we, from the January the 6th uh, riots at Washington, D.C., at the the Capitol building, and we saw something a little similar, didn't we, in Brazil over the weekend, the U.S. condemning this. Uh, Yes, absolutely. Thousands of people over the weekend, uh, supporters, of course, of former President Jair Bolsonaro of Brazil, descending on the capital, Brasilia, an extraordinary city filled with postmodernist structures that serve as government buildings, uh, and invading, among other things, the country's Congress, uh, engaging in significant acts of vandalism, according to the Brazilian authorities inside that building. More than 1,200 arrests made by the authorities in Brazil. The reaction from the United States coming today from National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. He is travelling with President Biden, who is in Mexico City today. There is absolutely no doubt about where President Biden of the United States stands on this assault on democracy, democratic institutions, and the peaceful transfer of power. And uh, so we will continue to make sure that the United States speaks clearly with one voice on this issue. Actually speaking with three voices on the issue today because a joint statement was put out by uh, the leaders of the US, Mexico and Canada condemning the weekend events in Brazil uh, and saying that all three nations are determined to stand by the country as it seeks to rebuild and fortify its democratic institutions. We've learnt within the last couple of hours uh, that former President Jair Bolsonaro has been admitted to a hospital in Florida suffering from abdominal pains. Of course, he's uh, been in hospital on numerous occasions over the past several years following a stabbing incident when he was first running uh, for the Brazilian presidency. We don't know what condition he is in, although he has put out a picture of himself uh, in his hospital bed, uh, seemingly trying to damp down concerns among his supporters about his health. He's been in Florida uh, reportedly for several weeks and uh, in connection with the similarity between the events in Brazil of this weekend and what took place in Washington, the uh, insurrection against Congress on January the 6th, 2021. It is reported here that he's had several conversations with former President Donald Trump, who has been a fervent supporter uh, of Jair Bolsonaro through thick and through thin, and also that he may have had some advice uh, from leading figures in Trump world, including uh, political advisor Stephen Bannon uh, and former White House aide Stephen Miller. Uh, Now, Jake Sullivan, the national security advisor, was asked about whether any extradition request uh, has been received uh, from Brazil for Jair Bolsonaro. Has any request been made for the United States to cancel his visa uh, to be in America? He said there's been no request received. He was very careful uh, about not wanting to get uh, too far ahead of 
of the issue uh, said that President Biden was willing to have a conversation uh, with President uh, Inacio Lula da Silva, who of course won uh, that disputed Brazilian election, disputed at least by Bolsonaro's uh, supporters. He said uh, the Brazilians have not made a request on the question of visa status. I'm not going to speak to the visa status of an individual. That is uh, that comes under the purview of the State Department and he's saying uh, that that, that uh, at this point there is no reason to believe that the United States is poised to take any action against Jair Bolsonaro but Clearly, the more the Brazilian authorities dig into the events uh, of the last 72 hours uh, and the more reporters here uh, start raising questions uh, about the nature of any conversations that may have taken place between Mr. Bolsonaro and uh, former President Donald Trump and people around him, the more potential there is for that aspect of of this story uh, to develop. So I think we're going to be keeping a very close eye on that in the days ahead. And just a word, Simon, on the weather causing more problems in the US. Yeah, President Biden has approved uh, an emergency uh, disaster declaration for California because, as you know, there are winter storms that have been bearing down on the state for the last several days. They've already caused 12 deaths. Uh, And to put that into perspective, that's more people uh, that have died as as a result of the storms of the last 10 days bearing in on the from the Pacific uh, than the number of deaths that have taken place in California across the last two seasons of forest fires and there is more to come another one of these bomb cyclones as the meteorologists call it uh, that could bring very cold northern air snow uh, and storm conditions to California Governor Gavin Newsom uh, a Democrat of course in California says that he asked President Biden to approve that emergency declaration uh, as soon as possible remember when an American president does that it releases is all kinds of federal aid uh, to the state in question which now will not only allow Governor Newsom and the Californian authorities to react to what has already taken place but will allow them to pre-position further aid and assistance ahead of the storm that is coming but certainly uh, California out there on the west coast having a pretty rough ride uh, this winter uh, and uh, no question that we will hear uh, from the President and Governor Newsom uh, over uh, the fullness of time about links between uh, these kind of extreme weather events in California uh, and climate change. Simon Marks in Washington, thank you very much for bringing us up to date with the latest on what's going on in the US.